recommendations. Before starting a treatment program, you should consult your physician. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Ignition. Liftoff. Oh, what's oh. up? Welcome, everybody. Hello, hello. This is the Couch Live. It's the Couch Live edition of Dope and Dharma, actually. So, hello, everybody. I am Dope. I am the Dope Doctor, the street certified Dope Doctor, Louis Delgado, here with you here on WOKB 1680 AM every, what, fr what not Friday, Mondays. Mondays at 8 <laughs> Monday, p.m. Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. And that's the Dharma guy, Trinity Phillips. What's up, Trinity? Hey, hey, what is up? Nothing, man. Just here, just uh, getting used to being kind of lazy-ish and doing the show from home rather than going into the radio station. Right. You know, I don't know. You, getting kind of used I, to it. Still not lazy. We're still, you know. Eh, it's lazy-ish, I said. Not lazy. It's lazy-ish. Yeah. It's, it's actually cost-effective. We're actually saving the planet. We want to reduce our footprint, um, and so we're not using fuel and all that stuff hey what's up guys <laughs> hey look at that we can see the guys over there man Check right on guys out. right on hey man good to see you guys over there we're, we're what we're seeing people is uh the live feed over there wokb 1680 right now uh so we see rob love and who is with him trinity that's mr uh one and only greg jackson that's greg jackson attorney of law that's right. Or does he go by Esquire? <laughs> see, see if I if I had a if I went through all that schooling, I would I would make sure that it was Esquire at all yeah. times. Yeah, he like said only even, on Sundays, only on Sundays. Man, I would even make yeah. my wife call me Esquire. I'd be like, look, babe, you gotta make sure yeah. you call me Esquire yeah. every time you Mr. talk. Mister Esquire, exactly. Actually, it was my brother who's also an attorney that pointed out that it's a doctoral degree. So really, you can call him doctor even. There you go. I like your thinking. Yeah, it's a doctor of law. And for those of you who are not watching us live, but you're listening, that was actually uh, the show that shows up before us on Monday nights on WOKB 1680 right. or 100.7 FM, if you're listening. Right. That is the, what is, uh, it's called the Let's Talk Nation, I believe. Yeah, Let's right? Talk yep. Nation. That's right. That's right. Trin, tell everybody who our, co or, uh, who our producer is right there. I like the way you do your little intros. The one and only Chris <laughs> Shaw. <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shank. This is how we do Shank. it. That's all I got. Oh, there you whoa. go. All right, Montel. That's right. All right. So anyway, uh, we are here on WOKB sixteen eighty AM. That's the AM radio station. Of course, there's an FM radio station as well. Trini, what is that? One hundred point seven. That's right, 100.7. That's right. And uh, look, man, we're having people saying they know who Greg Jackson is right here. I'm getting all little text messages from people uh, or messages from people. Where did that message come from, Trinity? There's like all different messages from all different sources. So you want to go ahead and explain the sources situation, Trinity, since it's all kind of new to me. Uh, yeah, if you're watching us, if you want to watch live on Monday nights, you can watch us on Facebook.com slash WPSN99. Or you can look us up at Dope and Dharma, but good luck with that one because Facebook doesn't like us at times. 
um, or you can watch us live on YouTube. Look up Dope and Dharma on YouTube. And if you want to check out our Tuesdays and Friday shows, you can do the same locations, or you can also do Twitch, Dope and Dharma. There you go. All right. So in uh, so while you make your comments, Trinity uh, or I, well, I mean, Trinity has the controls today, so Trinity may put uh, your comment on the screen so we can see it. So whether you're coming from any of those uh, other feeds, we can see it. So, uh, again, if you're listening to this on WOKB and you want to join us, you can call in at WOKB at what number, Shaw? That's 407-894-1680. Again, that number is 407 407- Eight nine four eight one six eight zero. Yeah, I think he almost forgot it. I think he almost gave up his. <laughs> yeah, somebody's out of practice. I'm I'm ha- I'm handling like five things at one time right now. Oh, oh no, man. I surprised you. I like that's why I like doing. It. I like go- that's why I go to Dharma guy and I go to you. I like I like just throwing it uh, on the fly like that. I don't like giving no warning. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. all right. So uh, this is the Couch Live edition of Dope and Dharma. So. All right, Trinity, so what are we talking about today, man? The Couch Live is a show that's been on for, what, past 23 years. You've been on it with me. We're now in our 11th year together uh, doing this show. It's focused on addiction and recovery and all things in between. It's a little bit different than our Dharma Time show, which focuses on You're my longest relationship. Yeah, I am your longest relationship. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Yeah, Um, and you didn't even put a ring on it. What's up with that? why, Why buy the cow when I can get the milk for free? Whoa. Oh, <laughs> I've never felt so used. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I, I, it's funny though, man. Like I just thought about that when you said that because my wife yeah. and I've only been together for what, like eight years, I think. Yeah. So like, so, other than like my other friend who uh, I've known freaking forever, but as far yeah. as like a working relationship, this is the longest thought, relationship I've ever been. Yeah. yeah. So Angel, Angel, if you if you need some feedback, if you need some torners, you know, just, right. just call me. Yeah, there you I, go. I know. I know how to speak Trinity. Yeah, too bad she doesn't <laughs> listen to these shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We can all relate on that. One. All well, right. So, what? speaking of that, the, the only ones that are related to us that currently watch is yeah. my mom and your mom. And your mother just said hi. There she hey, is. Hey, Martha Delgado. What's up, my? Our moms yeah. always watch, dude, but our wives never uh, do. Mom, I love you. All right. So that's pretty cool, man. All right, so let's get into it. So we're talking about self-talk today, Trinity. Yes. Self-talk. Um, now, when I first heard this, I, I mean, like, as a subject, not, not for this. <laughs> see, there's my show, mom as a, as a, oh, Put it up. I want to see it. Hello, Kathy. There she is. <laughs> I love the mothers, man. You got to love the mothers. Exactly. But I but I must say, at least Dana's downstairs making dinner. So. Uh, and mine's sleeping on the couch. That's, so. that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours doing today, Sean? What's yours doing? Well, uh, we just left, uh, my daughter just left uh, the T-ball ceremony that we was at, and she just got a trophy for having a good T-ball season. So Wow, very cool. We did, and that's why we're late. So I think they went out to go get pizza. Right on, very yeah, cool. That's, that's, that's pretty sweet. Well, they paid me some, that might be another ball game. <laughs> that awesome, dad gets man. the biggest piece of chicken, right? Don't you get that? Right. I get the biggest piece of chicken, but everything else, I, I might not get it. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Well, you got a participation participating dad trophy, so right. uh, I appreciate it. That's right. Mom. That's right. Yeah, more moms. I love it. I love it. All right. So self talk. I gotta admit, Trinity, when I first heard the concept of self talk, um, right. I'm in my early 20s when I first started practicing. Right. So I, I come in as a new counselor, and 
And, you know, you go through all the site, you take the courses, but psychology is full. You know, anybody ever studied psychology? It's just a bunch of dates and names. It's really ridiculous. It's not until later right. courses and other things that you do that you actually get any hands on experience or anything. Uh, it's pretty disappointing. It, it, it does a lot of good for wanting to self-diagnose your own family and yourselves. And that makes you kind of crazy. That's why first year psych students are kind of annoying uh, because <laughs> they want to they want to diagnose everybody. Uh, right. But other than that, it doesn't really teach you much. And then there's all these corny concepts, Trinity. And the corny, look, to back it up, corn, the corny stuff works. I got to admit, yes. the corny yes, stuff does. does work. But it's me, Trinity. I mean, like, yes. corn. And so when I first heard self-talk, I was like, really? Self-talk? You know, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I like myself. You're good looking. You're nice. You're sweet. You're kind. Like, I got to do this stuff. You're good um, enough. You're strong enough and doggone yeah. people like you. Yeah, yeah. Until you actually start doing it and you start realizing how much negative self-talk that we do. Yes. Right? Yeah. You know, and, and, and it wasn't until then that I really kind of grabbed it. So what was your first impression? And and do you remember first hearing about self-talk and, and, and what you thought about it? Um, you know, the the first time, if I'm honest, the first time that it really was on my radar, like I think I heard it you know, as a younger man, um, yeah. I think I heard it, but I never really kind of entered my, you know, lexicon, if you will. Yeah. Um, until I started getting in spirituality and still, I started, re I started realizing that I needed something better in my life and I need to make a change. Um, yeah. and for me, it was in, um, obviously I'm a Buddhist. So when I got into Buddhism and it was right speech, uh, as far as the, uh, the eightfold path, um, within that says whatever you speak should be truthful and useful, but it's also for yourself. That was the okay. first time for me that it really clicked. I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Like, yeah, I really should motivate myself. Um, yeah. And then that was actually reiterated um, with uh, not only yourself, but um, a good friend of ours, both uh, Aaron, he yeah. said something one time, it was a, I had him come out to um, like a group or something. And he said that, that um, for whatever reason, we always like think in mentally anyways, we should pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and go out there and work, you know, um, but with other things, we don't do that. And so like that was so mine wasn't like an aha moment. It was more like an aha evolution that I, I came to realize how important okay. it really, really is. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, you, you can't have your aha moments. And, and uh, I mean, although I don't have a, a specific date of aha moment, I just remember it right. feeling kind of corny. What, what about you, Shaw? You ever, you ever hear, I mean, you're not in the field. So like when you hear self-talk, like wh what do you think about? Well, uh, self-talk for me was, can't nobody beat me. Uh, can't nobody outdo me. Can't nobody okay. be better than me. Uh, because okay. being from an athletic point of view, once I hit mm -hmm. the wrestling or the boxing ring, uh, mm -hmm. I'm the biggest, I'm the biggest dog on the mat. I'm the biggest dog in the ring, and you're oh. not. I'm gonna beat myself. So that's what I thought self talk was: the uh, self motivation, uh, self encouragement, encouragement, encouragement. You know, you can't stop me. Can't nobody stop me but me. That's all it is to it. And the discussion. Like I'm getting back like into it. it. Even, I, even I, I feel it. I feel. I feel like you. I'm glad I'm not there because I feel like you'd be, you'd punch me right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was getting wound up, isn't he? I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna bring it back down. I'm gonna bring it back. You, you, you see, look, somebody say like, nobody get that too. No, I'm fly like a right. fly. So you stink like a bee. He's right, right. all Muhammad Ali on me all of a sudden. He's like, all right, all right, so I, I feel you. You know, and 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 you know, so so Muhammad Ali is a great point because you know if you watch all those old tape, like like you know, I loved watching Muhammad Ali as a little kid uh, fight, and then but as I got older, 
I really understood a lot of the tape and a lot of a lot of the the stuff that he had going around him. And he always had that guy that would always like get in his face and go, ah, and that's why they would do the, ah, you know? And, and, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was, it was, it was really cool. You know, it's like intimidating to others, you know, like when you talk smack, but it's also, it's motivating for yourself. I, I am a smack talker on, on like the baseball field and stuff like that. So when I played sports, I, I, I definitely was a smack talker. I got to admit, I'd sit there and just chirping your matter of fact, my nephew, one of my nephews, I was talking to him last night and and he was laughing about one of his early memories of me, like when he was a kid, like 12, 13. He goes, man, I still think about when we, you know, we play poker. He goes, because, and I would get so mad at you because you would sit there and just get in my head. You would just talk the whole time and just kind of mess with me and, and then you'd win. And then it would really make me mad. I said, yeah, that's, that's kind of the deal. So it's really kind of like that, Trinity. It's kind of like that smack talking to somebody else to get in their head. But right. what we never really thought is that, we do it to ourselves. We get in our own head. Yeah. And, you know, if you're if you're one of those people that's always, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. What an idiot I am. <laughs> and you know, stuff like, well, I mean, you might not think that that's a big deal. Um, and maybe it isn't. But if you happen to be a negative thinking person and you find yourself talking like that, then, you know, it's like a little quacking and it's a little bit of feathers. You know what I mean? And then you just right. need a, a few other symptoms of duckishness. But but there, there's, you kind of accumulate a couple of things that you might do and kind of say, man, am I a negative person? And and do I view things negatively? Because a lot of people trying to tell me if you if you've heard this before, when people are negative, they just say, no, I'm just realistic. I'm just down to earth. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yes. Right? I hear that all so, the, yes. So apparently negativity is synonymous with honesty or reality to a lot of people. And so when they are negative about themselves or other people or the situation, they hide behind that veil. Well, you know, uh, another another way I use self self-talk um, to get myself out of trouble. Uh, okay. When I was when I was in high school, you know, not probably not even high school. I was probably in the seventh grade, eighth grade, somewhere right around in there. And, you know, being in Chicago, we got different gangs. So I know okay. I was in an area that I wasn't supposed to be in, um, you know, because you got to know your territory. You got to know your set. Right. Right. And I got I knew I had to get on the bus. But uh, across the street, coming off the train at this bus, stop was a group of guys from a different gang. And I knew uh -oh. that they were going to pick on me. So my self-talk then became standing in the middle of the street, screaming at the cars, laying down in the ground, getting up, talking to the pole. And <laughs> Crazy. In the circle, right. So when I walked past them, they just opened up and I just got on the bus and sat down by myself and I made it through without getting jumped on. Yeah, nice. see, that's a good jail trick. You know what I mean? Like I always told myself, <laughs> if I go to prison, I'm just going to act like a satanic crazy guy because nobody wants to me mess with Nobody going to bother crazy. you, right. right? No, no, they just leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, but but that's a good one, Sean. I mean, yeah, that's right. So so in in the in the respect to what we're talking about today, though, uh, I wanna I wanna go into a little bit of how we can motivate ourselves because like there's a lot of individuals out there that, that get anxious and depressed and angry and bitter or frustrated about their situation. Um, and to some people, when you're feeling like that, you tend to drink a little bit more than you should, or you tend to to use substances that just may not really be working for you. Um, and for people that, that, that have an issue with substances, that could be a, a pretty deadly thing to do or a very, very harmful thing to do. So I think it's important that we tap into how when we talk to ourselves or when we process through a situation mentally and verbally, how that kind of takes us to a path of emotion. And when you feel 
don't really enjoy, you don't like, you're going to want to self-medicate that emotion. So if, if you trigger yourself, right? Like one thing is Trinity calling me an idiot like that. You know, it's, it's not really going to bother me that much. Shaw calls me an idiot. It's not going to really bother me that much. My dad calls me an idiot. I just think he's calling me. He must need something. Um, you know, but, but if I call myself an idiot, that's, I, I'm going to believe it. I'm going to believe it because it's, it's how I'm going to identify myself from now on. If I identify myself from now on that way, then I don't feel like I can perform. Then why even perform? Because then I don't want to let myself down, right? Because we fear that failure, right? And that's a whole other show yep. we could talk about. Is it really failure, right? Talk about that on Dharma Time and stuff like that. But I'm going to fear that failure so much that I'm not even going to give it a shot or or feel some sort of emotion that I'm just going to want to escape from Trinity. And that can lead to using substances, which, you know, obviously is problematic for a lot of people. What do you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. <clears throat> um, before I give my comments, uh, Marissa, who's watching us on Facebook, said, uh, huh? she said, <clears throat> how you talk to yourself becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy for mm. positive or negative, depending on what you say to yourself. You set yeah. the expectations or lack thereof. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and, and, and you do I the okay method to yourself. <laughs> you, yeah. You know. Um. But, I, you know, one of the things that, that I think with self-talk is very interesting to me um, is like when I was really back in the day when I was doing only the health and fitness stuff. Right. So before I got introduced to uh, the addiction world and started, you know, the Dharma guy stuff, I was strictly the health and fitness world. Um, and in doing so, becoming a master level trainer, I learned a lot of the um, the science behind staying in shape and, and taking care of yourself and whatnot. And so the thing I would run into constantly is I would have clients who would come to me who have battled weight for, you know, years and they got like bro science is what we call it. Basically junk science, you know, people who aren't qualified to give advice saying, Oh, this is what you should do. And right. they would do all these things and it wouldn't work. Right. Mm. And <laughs> what I would find, what I would try to explain to them is, their perspective is fractured. You know, it's like trying to look through a kaleidoscope thinking what, what, what you're looking at is what's real, not realizing that, no, your, your perspective is coming from all these hurts, all these disappointments, all these perceived failures. And, and so you're looking at it through that lens. And so to you, it, it seems like that's how it is, even though to the rest of us, we see it differently. So for instance, you know, if I had a client come to me who was yo-yo dieting for years, you know, 50, 60, 70 plus pounds overweight, um, yeah. thinking that they tried everything and they did. They tried all these little fad diets and all these these things that were not based on sound science or sound advice, um, which, you know, wouldn't work for anybody, really. They're not they're not going to work. But yeah. instead of them saying, hey, I was given bad information. No, it was, well, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. It doesn't work for me. And then they would start to really believe that. They would actually believe that, they are the one, right? That that physiology and anatomy and biology just doesn't work for, right? right? Like biology says, hey, if you eat in a caloric deficit, you know you're going to lose calories. Oh well, well not me. I've tried that before. Like I can, but you have it, right? Like you tried junk science from somebody else, but right. from their perspective, they truly believe that there's something physiologically wrong with them, or they're bad, or they suck at this, or whatever, right. and then it beats them down. And then because they're beaten down from this fractured perspective they typically would cope with more food to make themselves feel better. And they just keep the cycle going. Um, right. So I think self-talk in a negative sense works an awful lot like that. Like you beat yourself down enough and you, 
you think that your fractured perspective is actually reality when it, when it's sometimes not. Sometimes yeah, and it, you hurt one. And it's no different. It's no different than than substance use, to be honest with you. So food and yeah. food and drugs, well, alcohol, same. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the exact same. Uh, the way you just described it, right there. Well, yeah. Well, the other thing is that you kind of walk yourself down that path, just like uh, Marissa was saying, that self fulfilling prophecy. That you 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 know, like if you want to get high, right? If you're going to get high, there's there's a lot of research that shows that you start feeling high when you're going to the dope man or when you're making that phone call or when you even start the process, what's well, it's no different than like in negative or traumatic situations. If you walk into a household that was, that was abusive to you or walk around a person that was abusive to you, you already start cowering a little bit. You already start acting a little different, maybe even start twitching or feeling anxious. Um, and again, so if you start, thinking a certain thing about yourself and talking a certain way about yourself, you already start that process of, of mentality and of emotion and of response uh, that you're projecting. Uh, remember, everything is about responses, right? There's an action and there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? Yeah. But in, but in, but in recovery or in treatment or in good balanced health, we talk about it being more of a response than a reaction. So you're not a reactive person. You're just, you're just anticipating, that things aren't always going to be perfect. So you're going to respond to things that happen to you because you know they're going to go back to balance or go back to self-regulation soon after. It's not going to stay as bad or as negative as, as it is, but there's a lot of you that walk around and that's what you tell yourself. You're saying, oh, that's my just my luck. That's that's the way it always is with me. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I have the worst luck on earth. It always is like this. Um, you know, I'm just going to wait for the other shoe to drop kind of attitude. You know what I mean? And when you do that, well, of course, sometimes it's not going to work out great. So every time the negative happens after something good happens, all that does is further validate your negative thought process to yourself, negative thought, negative thought process about your life and about your situation or about the person you're trying to get better with. Uh, and if you do that long enough, eventually you, you go so far out, there's really hard, it's really hard to come back from that. You know, it's like in a relationship. If you move too far to the edge and you get too brutal with your words, you may never be able to take those words back and get to a better place. Isn't it funny, though, how it doesn't seem to work in reverse, though? Have you ever noticed that? Right. Positive. Well, yeah. Like if something if we're we're thinking negative. Right. And we can have an entire 24 hour day. Right. And, you know, let's say we slept for however long and let's say 18 hours of that day were fine. Nothing bad happened. It was a totally completely fine day. Right. But like 30 minutes of that day went bad. And mm -hmm. we'll use that 30 minutes to say, see, I told you, like, it proves my point. Bad things happen to me all the time. Yeah. You yeah. know, completely disregarding the other, oh, like, 98% yeah. of the day that was completely mm -hmm. fine. Like, being right. negative is so easy to do. And it's so yeah. um, contagious, you know, like, yeah. be it with yourself or other people, right? Like, it's contagious with yourself because you start thinking negative and it snowballs contagious to other people because like you're always saying we could walk into any bar in the world and start complaining about women and we'll have a whole bunch of yeah man i hate that too like complaining and negativity and pissiness is just so contagious man it's like yeah. a hard thing to stop but like I'm i said it never you. works in the reverse we don't ever like say no like oh the positive is just so great like positive things yeah. happen to me all the time even though that's yeah. more likely true for most people yeah lift up lift up lift up that drink at a bar and go like let's celebrate our wives fellas that's all how <laughs> yeah. great how great our wives are you know or you know yeah. and, and, and can we all just do a prayer real quick can we all pray you know try to try to try to do a prayer in the bar man and, and see see where that takes you <laughs> what it's not, here it's, it's, it doesn't work that way man yeah you're right positive energy is so much harder to get going even yeah. though it's it, it is equally contagious 
uh, but it just doesn't have the same momentum and it nope. doesn't have the same flair. Doesn't have the same sexiness to it. So it's no. so we don't really look at it, remember it, um, and and uh, it doesn't make that same impact on us. But we have to believe it has the same momentum and ability. It just has the same ability. So I I, I personally choose that, that that we all practice smiling to each other, saying hi to each other, just recognize that each other exists. Just same way you should do that to yourself. You know what I mean? Like when you look at yourself, yeah. don't just point at all your flaws and try to fix them. You know, give yourself a positive. And some of you are good at it because I know some of you, some of you just don't. Uh, look, I, I just got to be honest, Trudy. Uh, some people just don't look as good as they say they do. Right? Like <laughs> right. I mean, we don't always look as good. I mean, I'm real. I really might look a lot worse than I think I look. And so people must say, man, he really thinks he's all that. But he look at him. Look, look <laughs> at his ugly self. Right. There's always that. But so you, when you do some positive self-talk to yourself, you're yeah. like the best looking person on earth. You're the smartest person on earth. It's just it's just how you carry yourself, man. And it's not always arrogance. It's just this. There's an internal confidence that says, but this is the best I can be. So I might as well walk with it like. Like it's golden because I can't get better than this. You yeah. know what I mean? I can't. I can't really do better than this. And 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 if I can, I'm I'm gonna try to achieve that tomorrow. But today, this is what I got. Um, but you but, know, some some people but, take that and look at that, like you said, as cockiness or being right. conceited. Like right. I know, I like I I, I I walk around all day. I'm the I'm the toughest thing on the road. But in the same <laughs> essence, it's gonna be some things on that road that I'm just not gonna deal with. Like right. I tell people all the time, you you know. I take my chances on fighting a lion, tiger, and a bear before I would an alligator, raccoon, and a rat and a snake. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a random one, it. okay? I'm yeah, about to digest you know, that one, right? <laughs> like they just too small. They move a little bit faster than me. With a bear and a lion, I can see a little bit. I can probably get a bob and weave in and turn around. Uh, I'm just gonna put gonna this try. out there. I'm gonna just put that. I'm a big dude. I'm six three. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a big man, um, and I feel very confident in my fighting abilities. I would target, much rather Trinity. I would much rather take on a rat than a lion any day. I'm just gonna put yeah. that out there. I'm just I'm just gonna put that out. There. That rat gonna have to chase me down. I can I'm stomp a, on him. Hey, hey, I'm running a full seven flat. <laughs> you know, uh, for the from the Mexican in the room, let me tell you something. A little five four Mexican cholo with tablitas on. Uh, that boy can kick you in that butt so hard, bro. They just they kick so fast and they hit and they're hard to grab and you can try to wrestle them. They're strong dudes, man. Let me well, tell you something, man. I'm a 5'10 Mexican. I have nothing on that 5'4 man. That 5'4 Mexican can pick up a truck, bro. So yeah. don't be fooled. Well, we have a don't couple comments. We have a couple comments on uh, uh, what the Facebook. The uh, first right. one is from Marissa. Says uh, I've tried everything. In quotations, is almost always inaccurate. I don't think people are intentionally lying when they say that. But you don't know what you don't know. Um, she followed that up with this one that says uh, always and never should be the first to go when you're trying to change the way you think absolutes put you in a box and make it harder to change the behavior and then here's a new listener i don't think i've seen this name before is uh nicholas he says uh i do think buddhism provides an efficient framework for people of any religion or belief i think of right thought immediately but what else right on right on. i think Way that was to go, a reference nick. to my previous comment but. yeah yeah it was it was thank you nick um and i think nick was also the one saying that he knew uh greg jackson uh oh, so thanks okay. for that uh nick um yeah you know but the thing is this some of you in in, in some part of your day and if not today maybe tomorrow or next month because it's going to happen right pain is a part of life that we talk about on dharma time right yes sir so so, so it's going to happen like bad stuff is going to happen but you can't walk away walk around just calling it out 
I mean, and just validating that, that life sucks because bad stuff always happens. Because like Trinity stuff, yeah. a lot of good stuff happens too. And I'm going to give you an example. You know, Trinity, a lot of times you would talk about that whole uh, flat tire uh, deal, yeah. right? Right? You know, and and yeah. and I'm going to go a different direction with it. You know, if you ever hear us talk, you ever hear Trinity talk, you know, he likes to explain that you having a flat tire might be a bad day for you, but for the guy who fixes tires, it's a good day for him. Um, but I'm also going to go further. Because if a flat tire is all you got on that road, and 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 you that means you pass Shaw with his road rageness, and his, <laughs> you know and all that stuff. That means he you didn't get in a fight with Shaw on the road. You didn't run into right, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of bad stuff that can really happen on a road, yeah. right? You can have serious accidents on the road. See, not everybody got home tonight, Trinity. I always think about that at nighttime. Yeah, to be honest, of course. You know, um, one of my uh, bookend things, you know, I, I think you should book in your day, you know, something real positive in the morning, something real cool at night. Uh, you know, put your blessings in between just to be able to recognize the blessings that are in between. Uh, and if there's unfinished business and you need to finish it, finish it and stuff like that. Right. It's a bookend of a day kind of deal that I that I do. And so when it becomes nighttime outside, I can't help but think that somebody's in the emergency room tonight or somebody got, you know, like, where's dad or where's mom? Where's my brother? Where's my sister? Where are they at? And you get that phone call and you find out, you know, unfortunately they had an accident on their way home today and they don't, they don't make it home. Not everybody yeah. makes it home at night. And so when I, when I get home at night, when I'm in my house, I feel like, ha oh, I made it, you know, or like, I mean, have right. you ever done that? Like you come back from vacation and you had a long drive. Uh, anytime I get in my neighborhood and I park that car, I'm like, Oh my God, we made it. We did good. You know what I mean? Right. We had a successful trip. We had a successful ride, you know, because, a flat tire would be the best thing that you can have happen <laughs> right? in situations. You know what I mean? And I'm saying there's a lot of negative stuff that, that, that happens to all of us, but it's not the worst. It's not the worst. Um, I mean, there are some worst case scenarios, and I'm not going to minimize some of the things that some of you have gone through or some of the things that we've gone through. But I'm just saying focusing on that is not going to help you get through the next moment. You know, you have your you got to have that adequate little grieving period. You got to have that adequate time of of, of being able to you know, process through the emotions that you are feeling, recognize what they are. But then at some point, and hopefully sooner better than later, you got to turn that around and it's got to start working in your favor. Because if it doesn't work in your favor, all it is is like an anchor and it does not allow you to enjoy even the, the best of moments outside. Of it. Yeah. Um, and I, I have my, I have some uh, at face value controversial thoughts about the whole positive thing. Uh, okay. But before I give that, Marissa put another comment on. Um, she said, uh, even if you can't find something positive, be open to it being there. Like when all the flights to Florida were canceled, sure, I vented and complained, but would take a few minutes every day during that time to visualize myself there, even if I didn't mm -hmm. believe it or know how. Um, so for me, the, so I, bear with me here. I know okay. that <clears throat> I just posted up uh, on one of my Dharma dailies actually the other day, and I was actually kind of shocked that nobody bombarded me with it. And it was okay. stop trying to find positives in all things. Because um, okay. for me, I, I think that's a day. I'm not going to tell anybody how to think, right? I'm just going to mm -hmm. say that for me personally, finding positives in all things is a very slippery slope. And what I mean by that is I have a bad habit, or I did anyways, of when I tried to find the positives in all things, I had a bad mm -hmm. habit of labeling everything, positive or negative. This is good. This is bad. And, and, and it becomes an absolute type of an idea. And so for me, I don't like to think of things as positive and negative because at the end of the day, what is positive and negative? Positive typically means that it, it went along my expectations and negative means it didn't go along my expectations. So the thing itself wasn't positive or negative. It was my expectations, whether they were met or not. And so mm -hmm. for me, 
it works better instead of looking at things in, a, in the perspective of positive negative i instead look at them as this happened and now i've got to adapt or i've got to respond to it and if it didn't go along my expectations how am i going to respond to this and if it did go to my expectations how am i going to respond to it like the mm-hmm. idea of constantly trying to find positive um, then you start to analyze things and you start to label them and put them in boxes. And I, I think that's a very slippery slope for a lot of people, myself included in that. So for me, what helped a lot of my self-talk when I really started to think about it, like a lot of my quote unquote failures, right. I stopped looking at them as negatives. I just started looking at it as like, okay, you know, that didn't work out this time. What can I do differently? As opposed to just identifying it as a negative thing, this bad thing happened. You know, it's just, I had a moment, it didn't go as planned. Let me redefine that. And so for me, it, it just helps. Cause so a lot of the people I've interacted with on this kind of a level, I've, I've, in, I've encouraged them to stop looking at things as this absolute positive or negative and start to look at it. It's just, it's a life event. It's just something that took place. I'm experiencing mm-hmm. it at the moment. It's temporary, whether it be good or bad. And then, right. you know, let me respond to it. So let me ask this because <laughs> sure. oftentimes I embrace negative. Uh, I, I embrace fear. Um, I embrace uh, some of those da- those things that we consider to be bad. It inspires you, it, right? It's a challenge. It it, it sure. take it makes me make it go to another level. So, like right. when I was applying for a job for to work in television or radio, right. I would go to every radio station. They say no, we're not. I say cool, no problem. Next week I'm coming back, and when I'm coming back, you're gonna say yes because you're gonna need me for something because right. I'm good at what I do. So right. you know following week i went back and they was like no we don't have anything i said well i'll be back next week as an intern you know i i would i would i I like it because it helps me it pushes me even more it thrive i thrive off of it Mm. is that a bad thing no it's 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 not a negative i mean it's just just like trinity said that works for him and what you just said is that works for you and and we're all different and it's all allowed there's no right or wrong here uh, I think exactly. that's the beautiful thing about it. There's there's no one way to do this. We're all very different people and we're all inspired differently. We all encourage differently. Um, you know, the type of people that I get motivated from don't necessarily motivate you guys. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, the things that inspire me don't necessarily inspire you guys. Um, I personally don't mind positive negative because when I hear negative, I just know the positive is coming next, you know, cause everything bounces, sure. what goes up, must come down, whatever, you know, hits the ground with a, with, with a rubbery outing jump, bounces back up and everything has a rubbery outing, man. Everything comes back up. Um, it's just, I, I think stock market, man, stock market constantly goes up and down. I mean, it's, it's, it's it rubber. Is what it is. Come on XRP, uh, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I'm not as concerned about uh negative things all negative things tell me is that a positive is next or coming soon um and so you you prepare for it so you can embrace it and enjoy it because uh the reality is is the, those those po- positive or good feeling moments they are temporary man just like the bad things are temporary things yep. that bother you are temporary so so when they come you want to recognize them and you want them to be what they are so that you know can be inspired we can't all be zen masters i mean if you've been around some very Zen masterish people, there's not a lot of uh, emotion there. You know, I'm more of a man. I'm more expressive. I'm more uh, emotion. So, you know, that's not that's not going to happen. You know, something would, serious would have to happen in my life that would blast my brain to be emotionless. Um, you know, that's that's not my energy. You know what I mean? But but Trinity's energy is different for him. And so, Shaw, your energy is a little bit more similar to mine where you're very expressive uh and, and you like the flair and the, the the loudness and and the excitement and that's different you know and so uh, i'm like us, Rick, yeah 
Woo! <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and I get it. I me too. I re I require it. Um, I used anything... to be that way, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that was always me. I, I thrived off of anger. I thrived off of like. I'm well, I didn't say I thrive this. off of anger right now. No, uh, I'm no. I'm not. But I used to. Well, I, I hear you, but but I'm not I'm not saying that 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 when we're expressive, we're at a place that requires the growth, so we're no longer expressionless. Sure, expressionless. I, I'm not I'm not saying one is better than the other, or one is a more evolved species than the other. I'm just saying that that uh, regardless of where you're at and what inspires you, self talk is still constant. The self-talk part is yeah. constant because whether you're expressionless or whether you're very expressive, how you communicate that is what's important. I think that's what's important of what you said, Trinity, is that the way you communicated it to yourself and the way you teach it, it, it gives you power and control over what you can have power and control over and allows you to accept what you do not have power and control over. And that's the same thing as what you see in the serenity prayer. It's the same right. thing that you see when people truly practice their faith really well, rather than bastardize it or make it a negative. Um, it's truly a, a, a way that in good mental health or, or better way of thinking a lot of times is just allows you to be uh, understanding. And, and look, this is, this, this is there. Now there's people that are listening right now that say everything happens for a reason. I'm more inclined to say that I like to apply reason to everything that happens only because I like to make use out of things. Um, I'm right. not a person that does believe in predetermined scenarios or fate. I'm not a fate believer. That doesn't make me wrong and that doesn't make you right. I'm just saying that's not where my head's at. Where I, What I like to believe and what inspires me is that I have some choices to make within certain parameters There's certain things that obviously are fated by my 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 abilities by my total scope of abilities right like i can't be a michael jordan no matter what no matter how much practice no matter how much you know how determined no matter how much self positive i believe yeah it. no matter yeah no matter how much positive self-talk i'm not gonna be able to do what michael jordan did in basketball but in other parts of his life i think i got him i think i can beat him in some other parts of his life i think i can mm -hmm. i can challenge him and in, 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 uh -oh. dunk in his face uh -oh. in certain other parts of his life you, you, uh, you sacrilegious there boy you're starting some, some arguments we're talking about mike here now wait a minute because he's competitive in everything well i i know but i got i got a pretty good marriage here going and i don't think that a lot of people can compete in me in some of these <laughs> mic drops man so mic so drop. uh so I'll challenge anybody in that kind of in that kind of business, man. But but you see what I'm saying? What I'm what I'm saying is that you still have to self-talk yourself because sometimes just like I did that with Michael, we compare ourselves and we say things about ourselves in moments where we're not supposed to be the shiny star in that right. one and that one you're probably more of a five than a ten you know what i mean and that's okay i mean you if you listen to this show for a long time you hear me say it all the time that i'm a five i like being a five i uh it's not that i aspire to be a five but i'm real comfortable at a five because that way i don't have to worry about you know always being a ten you know what i mean <laughs> I, I, I know i don't look like a ten i know i don't act like a ten i'm not funny like a ten i'm not talented like a ten i'm not smart as a ten you know um I'm just I'm an I'm an average person that maximizes the skill sets that I do have on most days, uh, and then other days I completely ignore that I have them and I just act like a buffoon. And so <laughs> that so I so I so I play between you know yeah I play but I play between like a, maybe a two and an eight really, but my average is a five you know but I play within that two and an eight you know what I mean. Well, speaking of that kind of stuff, we have two more comments here. Uh, we have Marissa said, uh, um, embracing it and not letting it defeat you is a great way to think about it. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nicholas also said, uh, I try to maintain my sanity with a mix of self-deprecation and cockiness. I use cliches in my head to process a stream of self-talk like a mantra, I guess. Yeah, I like that. I like that. See, we all find our own <laughs> ways, and that's what's cool about it. Just use it. Like, you know, I know that I talk out loud when I talk to myself. Like, just thinking it doesn't work for me. You know, I don't know about you guys, so I'm going to ask uh, you guys after I finish ranting right here. But I like doing it out loud. If I only if I did, did it out loud. You, what, you only did what once? You only spoke out loud once? Yeah, I only did a lot of stuff once that time that I was trying to get on the bus and not get jumped on. <laughs> that was the only time I did that one out loud. Yeah, I, I, I do it all the time. I'll, I'll, I will talk to myself out loud uh, because it's it, it, the relationship that I believe that we have with ourselves is the most underappreciated mm-hmm. and the least amount of communication that we have. And, and what do we know about relationships? Communication is key, right? Yep. Oh, let me, let me, I'm sorry. How long have you been married, Shaw? It, it'll be 11 years this year. Okay. Trinity, how long uh-huh. did you say? Uh, eight, I think seven or eight. Okay. So, so let me, let me, I gotta, I gotta educate. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but I'm education, education, I mean, uh, communication is that key. However, that is, and you're going to do negative talk in that communication, then guess what? You're going to get negative outcomes. It's always going to be negative outcomes. There's always the next conflict on the horizon. Uh, one fight will bleed into the next fight, will bleed into the next fight, and then it'll be used against you for 20, 30 years. It'll never go away. Trust me. But the positive <laughs> stuff, you have to nourish that stuff. And it's no different than with yourself, man. Just like with another human being, communication is everything to yourself as well. So I personally believe in talking to yourself and, 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 and not, not to the point of, you know, where people like what Shaw is doing on the bus. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> that's the right place to do it. Because the crazy you know, guy looking the window. Something else might happen to you. <laughs> but, 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 but a little bit of self-talk you know to yourself in a positive way it just kind of gets you moving it gets your groove on it gets, it's just like when you have your favorite song you say that's my song how many of you have ever said that man when the song comes out you go that's my song what do you think you're doing right there that's positive self-talk you're taking the words that that singer is singing and you're applying it to you as if it means something to you to the point where they wrote it for you or they were thinking about you when they wrote it and then you identify with it that's no different the difference of self-talk and then listening to that's my song is that you can write your own story. You can write your own lyrics. You can write your own poetry. And so that's what I, that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying communicate with yourself, write your own poetry, your own lyrics, your own thoughts, your own, your own situation. Go ahead, Sean. I learned some years ago, I had the opportunity to play against Tim Hardaway, a professional basketball player. Really? Yeah. You know, I knew Tim Hardaway. That's, did you just bring up that name? Cause you know, I knew him. Yeah. No, no. That, I mean, I'm a Tim Hardaway fan. Every since really? day, yes. Uh, like because, Tim, Golden State Tim, yeah, or Miami yeah, okay. Tim, okay, the Miami Tim. Uh, during that, how about time, UTEP Tim? I'll I'll put you both at UTEP. When he, <laughs> I can if I can if I had a memory, I could tell you the English teacher's class name, but I don't remember my what English about, teacher's what about name. In the womb, so I Tim. Him, I, I had him in English at UTEP. <laughs> he was my classmate. I uh the. During that time, I was at the camp in Illinois, and the USA basketball team, that dream team, came in, and Tim Hardaway had the camp that day. And I was at the camp, and, you know, I was, you know, maybe nine, eight, nine, somewhere right around in there. And instead of me paying attention to him, I was like, yo, there go David Robinson, there go Michael Jordan, there go Magic Johnson. And he's like, hey, kid, kid. And he threw the ball at me. He said, hey, you know what I'll do? I'll play you one-on-one. 
And if you beat me, I'll let you go over there. And he gave me ball first. I'm like, for real? All right, bat it up. You know, my confidence went up. The first shot I made, bam, okay, I got this. All I had to play was to three. I did a fake jump shot, came. I did a fake jump shot, dribbled over, and took the shot. He's like, okay. And then he just shut it down from there. Like, you ain't getting nothing else. And he just, uh, you know, I, you know. I was going to say that crossover that he had, I don't know if you can, if you can defend his yeah, dribbling man. skills, man. And he made he made me sit down before I realized, but he told me I hit hard, and you know that was that motivation That's awesome. uh, that kept me kept me playing in the game uh, because you know most kids probably would have given up and won't want to play again. I was ready for another challenge. Like, hey Tim, I, I I show I did what you showed me to do. Now come on, let's do this one on one one more time. Right. That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, that's, that's my dude right there. If I had to see Tim again, I'll remind him. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a real cool story. Yeah, if I ever see Tim again, I'll remind him that uh, he helped me get through that English class by telling me when I had to go and when I didn't have to go. Because apparently, all the basketball players knew when we were having tests and when we didn't have tests. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> you know, it's weird. We actually had two uh, NBA players in that in that class. Man, Anto uh, Antonio Davis was the other. Oh, for real? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Antonio <laughs> Davis and Timmy were on the were in that same English class. Uh, anyway. Uh, enough of the nostalgia part. Um, so yeah, so you know, but that's you know, you know who does real good self talk. Uh, uh, when you talk sports, that, that I really admire, and I think all of us admire this person. So I think it's easy one is Deion Sanders. I think the way Deion yeah. would act and talk and say, I, that, if that's you look good, one you the, feel good. If yeah. you feel good, you play good. Right. In 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 our generation, or at least in my generation of growth, you know, because even though I was young enough, I mean, I was. I'm old enough to have seen Muhammad Ali fight. I wasn't at a mature age to watch Muhammad Ali fight. But when it comes to 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 Deion Sanders, that was that was at like a really important part of of my life. Uh, you know, the 20s, where that was that's so I really could identify that man. This guy talks it, but he lives it. Man, he does it, man. Right, he backs right. it up. And yeah. and so it was. He was he was the probably the the, the first sports figure that that would talk and. You either you watched them either to watch them fail or or victory, but you're watching them, and that was the key, man. And and I love that, and, and man, I really took a lot from that. And that's probably where I, I mold a lot. I mean, it, that's my style of of sport, where it's like you know I'm gonna mess with you now. I'm only gonna mess with you where I know I can kind of do this. Like I don't talk smack on sports <laughs> that I know I can't do. If I know I can do it, I'm gonna talk smack. If not, I'm, you know, I'm probably not even gonna play. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> way to put yourself out there, man. Well, but like yeah. I've never done golf, but I get out there and I talk trash like I'm the best golfer in the world. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I come to our tournament. Then. I do golf. I suck at golf, and I don't talk smack while I golf because I do <laughs> suck. <laughs> but I do like playing it. Anyway, so so let's let's move on. We got about ten minutes left of the show. I'll be um, I'll like, y'all see that bird over there, and I pick up and throw yeah. the ball. Somewhere. But you know, <laughs> you wouldn't know because y'all looking at the bird. You just kick it a little bit closer to the hole. Right, right. Yeah. All right. So so in closing a little bit, let's start closing up. So, uh, again, uh, people, uh, this is a show that focuses on addiction and recovery. And so most of the times that's where we kind of stick around, even though we jump around all over the place. Um, we're talking about self-talk today. And the reason we're talking about self-talk today is because there's a lot of you out there that are struggling. And you're struggling with something maybe that's, that's pretty serious. And... Um, Maybe you feel like you've never been successful at, at, at getting through it. Maybe you feel like you've never uh, been able to achieve what you're trying to achieve. And maybe you doubt it and you doubt it to the point where you tell yourself that you're going to fail and you tell yourself 
that it's not going to work out. Um, and, you know, uh, failure is not your biggest enemy. Um, failure is not uh, necessarily a negative. And again, we talk about that on, on other shows of Dharma time and stuff like that before as well, where these, all these things that may, you may experience while trying to get to where you want to get to are just barriers, man. They're just barriers, but you got to tell yourself, do I walk over the barrier? Or do I crawl under the barrier? Can I push through this barrier? I mean, you can talk yourself through a situation and a scenario, and what you'll find is you'll get clarity of thought in talking through a scenario, much like if you had somebody next to you and you were kind of like talking it out. Like, have you ever worked in a team, in a group where you're all kind of sharing information and hasn't some information from another person come out and you go, you know, you're right. You know, uh, you know, I probably would have gotten to that point, but you just got us there you know, a few minutes quicker because you brought it up before, before I even thought about it. Um, and that's the same with self-talk with self-talk. When you're, when you're talking it out, it kind of takes thoughts that you're having. They're kind of like flying through your head and they're, you know, they're, they're just undisciplined thought and it creates a discipline to the thought by speaking it. And when you speak it, it's like writing something down. It's really hard to ignore what you have written down, but it's easy to ignore it if you're just thinking about it or if it's just flying in your head. And that's why so many of us miss appointments and so many of us run late because it's not necessarily written down. Trinity, this is where I want you to come in. I want you to come in and I want to, 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 to give us some sort of tool of self-talk, some sort of action item of what we can do. <laughs> I think you know exactly where I'm going to go. So you're setting them up, well, I knock them down. That's what um, I'm doing. Yeah, I, I think the, so out of all the tools that I've kind of heard of or read or implemented myself, I think mm -hmm. the most valuable one that I always talk about um, is just the, the, the way we motivate ourselves, you know, because at, at the end of the day, we all have goals we want to accomplish. We have things that we want to set out and do or things that we want to stop doing, you know, some sort of thing that we want to, to move towards. Um, and, and oftentimes we motivate ourselves, but I don't think we realize that we motor, motivate ourselves in, in ways that just don't work sometimes. Um, if anybody's here trained a dog before, um, the old school. Now. <laughs> there you go. Well, this old school mentality of if the dog pees on the carpet, rubbing their face and punishing them or something like that, um, it, it doesn't really work, right? What it does succeed in doing is making a dog afraid of you, right? It makes the dog realize that this dude's going to hit. It doesn't make them think, hey, I need to probably not pee here. Um, any dog trainer in the world that you look at, they're going to, you'll see that rewards, you know, like give them a treatment and do the thing that you want them to do. And then they'll start to associate that. Um, and, and humans are much the same in that encouragement and positivity gets us so much closer to our goal, typically the negative reinforcement. Um, you know, we know that with kids, right? Like we know that uh, if, if one of our children or, or somebody much, much younger comes to us for advice saying, Hey, I need help to do this, or I'm not really good at this, blah, blah, blah. We kind of instinctually know that our response shouldn't be, yeah, you are an idiot and you're stupid for doing that, blah, blah, blah. We kind of all instinctually know that, you know, if it's a little kid to come to us, we, we kind of know that it's not useful to beat them down and, and, and bully them and tell them how bad they were. Instead, we'll tell them, okay, well, Hey, maybe, you know, you'll get better next time or practice makes perfect. Or so we, we inherently know that. Um, and we kind of, we're really good at that, to be honest with you. Most people, when it comes to like little children are really, really good 
at giving that positive reinforcement. But then in the same day, we'll turn around and motivate ourselves in a way that we know doesn't work. So we'll do something we don't like and we'll get really pissed off at ourselves and be like, oh, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I did this again. Oh, I'm such an idiot. Blah, blah. We'll do that. And in and, and, and the idea that we're motivating ourselves, but we're, you're really not. You're actually demotivating yourself. You're bullying mm-hmm. yourself. And so that's why the homework I always give, man. Like when I was doing all the groups and stuff, the homework was basically the eightfold path is right speech. Make sure it's truthful and useful. So uh, it has to be truthful. Understanding that truth is 360. It's not just my perspective. It's all of them. Um, and is it useful? Is it kind? Is it going to help the situation? And, and so, you know, the homework is to do that with yourself. When you're talking to yourself, is it truthful? And is it useful? Um, I think if we start doing that collectively, we'll start to notice some some better outcomes typically, and we'll feel better about ourselves and about the things that we're trying to accomplish. Right on, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Shaw, I know you're doing multiple things. You're getting some music queued up there for uh, when the show's over and the next show comes in. Uh, before you tell us who's coming on next after this show at WOKB 1680 AM, uh, what, what, any last parting thoughts or things that are going through your head on this? Uh, dare to be different. Don't fall for what everybody else think of you. Do you and what's in your heart. Dare to be different. Yeah, that, that's that's close to like yeah Message. right i like the music in the back. You're, you heard it here first kids he did he did a musical bed thing man what is right this on, psa he did like a psa announcement right. welcome right. welcome right. to nuggets right. of knowledge yeah. with uh chris yeah. shaw brought to you by orange county right. Uh, right right you know thank you to orange county for being our sponsor for all these years by the way we appreciate you um anyway what i'm gonna what i'm gonna end with um is this you know we all do say stuff to ourselves, whether you think it or not. I mean, some of you don't do it out loud like I may do it out loud. Uh, but I do feel it's important. Um, words used to really bother me a lot. Words used to really hurt. Um, and I know we're getting to a time and a place where we're being told that words should be equally as offensive as they used to be. Um, I thought we were getting past that because when I was a kid, I needed all those adults to do exactly what they did. And they told me. Look, Louis, words, you know, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. And they and and we were moving in that direction. And I needed all those adults to tell me that because those words really made me feel horrible about my life situation, myself, uh, the things that I was doing. I just felt I just had so much self-esteem issues related to a lot of those words. I really didn't understand them, uh, you know, um, and when you're raised in a bilingual household or a household that speaks two different languages, it's not like it, the words don't actually mean the same in one as they do in the other. And they don't really translate. And those emotions don't always translate the same way. So I think that, that had a lot to do with it. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff there that we all have to unpack from childhood. And then we get to a place like now and we're seeing people being told that that words matter and the words are more harmful than physical uh, and they're right. Words are more harmful than physical. I, ne- I never used to believe that, and I wouldn't have believed that in the past. But I will tell you this. I still would rather Shaw call me a bunch of names than punch me in the face. I, 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 I just would. I, I, I will be okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I think we need to get to a place just with ourselves. That just don't be the bully, like Trinity says. Like, I don't want you physically hurting yourself and cutting yourself and, 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 and doing self-injury. And I don't want you verbally hurting yourself. So to me, it doesn't matter whether the words are worse for you or physical is worse for you. Look, both are bad. 
Uh, and next time you find yourself doing negative self-talk, just imagine you're just punching yourself and for no good reason. It's not like you're getting into a fight uh, or getting into, you know, getting ready for a football game. I mean, you want to do something, do a haka. You know, I, I wish I was Samoan sometimes where I could just have a haka, you know, where I go, do that whole, like, I, I love that. You know, I know I'm saying it wrong, you know, and I probably, you know, do, I don't want to disrespect it. But I, but that is positive self-talk. When you watch something like a haka, that is positive self-talk. You psych yourself into accomplishing something you're going to do. If you don't believe me, go Google H-A-K-A. That is the most positive self-talk you could do to yourself to get you psyched up and motivated. Uh, it's an incredible thing, um, and it's very inspirational as well. But anyway, we're done here. We got to go. What's coming up next, Shaw? The Tonight Show Monday is coming your way. All good entertainment. They're walking in right now as we speak. Right get on, ready. Right get on. ready for music that you're going to make you lose control. Love the all good brothers. Can one of them peek around the corner? Let's see him real quick before I sign off. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Let me see one. They, they, they come. No, no, literally, they walking in the door. Oh, they're right. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, everybody. From Adios, amigos. It's time for a taco. Goodbye.